0: With Dr. Dale, motherfucking Comstock, and I got the most red, white, and blue shirt I could find for the Patriots, because actually, yeah, actually, you know, I think it was a day or two ago, and it's fascinating that, now I'm already on nine different topics, it's fascinating that you can get the most accurate United States news from Australia. If you go to YouTube, there are some Australian news channels. They cover everything they cover. Oh, yeah. They're covering the lab league theory. They're covering the 2020 election. And now the first thing they're coming at, they're covering uh, Biden, perhaps co- not being cognitively competent. And now they're uh, and na- they're the first people to start covering the um, It started on Facebook a couple days ago. It's you may have been exposed to extremist content report here, which is just I mean, like a good like a good little reich marshal right like the stasi is looking out for you do you have i mean it's no different than like do you think there may be juden in your neighborhood like you know we just want to watch we just want to watch them we just because they they are sneaky juden do you know any gypsies or roma it's that's what this shit is but it's it's wrapped up as with everything right you can look back and you It's it's always 2020, right? A relationship with a girl, a a friendship, a, a bad investment, right? You always look back and you go, how could I have been so fucking dumb? And then you look back and then the future happens and you look back at this moment where you were looking back and you go, I did it again. And how did I not see that? And the reality is, is where we are in the current moment, it never, I look back at the first like 20 episodes I did. And it's just fucking horrible. And I remember saying that like episode 100. And then at like episode 200, I was like, they're still bad at episode 100. And now we're coming up on 500. And I look at how much things have improved. And I go, how could I, have, how did I make those mistakes? I know that in the future, I'm looking back at you and I right now. And I'm like, oh, we're still. So the point of me saying that is. You. What looks so crystal clear in hindsight, hindsight's 2020 never arises the same way. So when we look back and we go, how did, you know, it's one thing if Genghis Khan murders a million people, right? It's one thing if the barbarians or savages do it. When you look back at like a high society, like, like 1900 Germany, and you look at how did it devolve... Into a systematic computer, I mean IBM punch cards, incineration of six million Jews. How did it start? You have to realize that it's never going to start the same way again. You, you don't have to be on the look. I mean, there are neo Nazis and fuck them, but you don't. Have, you're not going to be on the lookout for. Well, they're not sewing on. They're not sewing yellow stars on people, so we're good. It's going to arise in a new 2021 version. What is that 2021 version going to be? Well, it's going to be, have you been exposed to extremist content or the Biden administration saying, please report your extremist friends and family and neighbors? That's how it starts. It's the oldest play in the book. It's divide and conquer. And it's turn your average citizen, instead of deputizing them, you turn them in to a rat. And that's where we are right now. And we've already gone into censorship. We're covering that extensively, how it's creeping in. The next step is get each other to rat on each other. Extremists. There's nothing wrong. If you are far left, you identify as a doorknob and have neon hair. Beautiful. That's what America stands for, is your freedom to do that. If you are far right, like Dale and I, a white guy with blue eyes in front of an American flag, beautiful. That's your freedom to do that. These aren't extremes, or they are extremes. And they are, no, they are no less valuable or, or justified for you to be. There's, it's Going off on a rant, Dale motherfucking Comstock, one of the youngest members, Dr. Dale motherfucking Comstock, one of the youngest members ever is of Delta Force in OGA, author of American Badass, mercenary, boxer, actor, stud. And uh, I've not let you talk for four and a half minutes, so Dale want you no, take man, it all, away
1: man it's good man it's all your show so yeah no so that's actually a good uh, good way to segue in um yeah i was just kind of floored when i got the message on facebook said you may have it says you may have been exposed right like you know you may get exposed it's like you may have been exposed implying that somewhere recently and it was recently also you may have been exposed recently to some extremist freaking thoughts but you know groups whatever blah 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 and and actually when i opened it up and i read the the, the rest of it, um, it, it, it was almost like a history lesson, you know, and, you know, and I'm like, it was a, almost like a lecture. Like, Dale, you're not smart enough to make your own choices and mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, you're like a little kid. You got to be careful. You can easily be manipulated by these monsters out there. And, but it never, so Facebook won tell me what extremism is tell me describe you know the definition of extremism what do you what would you call extremist two um the other one i like is um you know um hate speech so exactly what is hate speech okay and and thirdly how is that harmful in a virtual world okay Uh, in a virtual world how is that harmful and and so does not the offended person okay share their have the responsibility to either have thick skin or you know change the screen change the page or move on or whatever right um no it's it's actually and not only that you know if you're exposed to what you believe is hate speech why don't you take that as an opportunity to really kind of analyze it and think about it and and try to see it from another perspective and go, is it really hate speech or is that just a person's opinion? And maybe it is different from mine, but that doesn't make it hate speech. For example, I don't particularly like redheaded girls. Okay. Um, my whole life I've never been attracted to them except for one. She had green eyes and she was actually pretty attractive, but I just don't like redheaded girls. Yeah. Now is that hate speech? Um, I actually got on Facebook one time and I made a comment about um, how, I don't like Western women, particularly because of their attitudes and, and you know, this, these senses of entitlement and blah, blah, blah. And, and I actually said how I prefer Asian women. And I got banned for hate speech. I'm like, how is that hateful? I'm just, I have a preference. And that's, and because my preference is not in alignment with yours or everybody else, it's, it's, how is that hate speech? It's not a hate speech. I I can have an opinion. And I can have a preference. And I can, I should be able to express that. But not according to social media, not according to liberals. It's either their way or the highway, you know. And um, here we are, you know. And so now this comes across Facebook. And here's what's going to happen. People are going to use this opportunity. Because I was reading, you know, the the fine print later on. What are they going to do with this information? Well, if you are, you know, reported as an extremist, we're going to, you know, report you to the FBI. And they're going to handle it. And I'm thinking to myself, who the hell in the FBI is going to handle all this shit, right? Because here's what's going to happen. It's not going to be every now and then, you know, somebody reports somebody. Everybody's going to weaponize this to throw everybody else under the bus. The left, I'm like fully expecting the left to, you know, throw me under the bus at every turn. You call me an extremist. Put a lot of, you know, put a lot of eyeballs on me. Have everybody scrutinize me. You know, hopefully, you know, you know, somebody will decide that, yes, he's the extremist, you know. And uh, that's what I think is going to happen. I see the right doing it as well. I'm going to report, you know, people on the left that I just think are total losers, total the enemy within our country um, just because of their belief system. um, I can do the same exact thing. You know, and I haven't done that, but that's where it's going to go. And actually, the left is more likely to do that than the right. The right, you know, we are the ones that are tolerant. We really are tolerant. The left is not tolerant. Yet the left preaches tolerance, you know, um, being tolerant, yet they're the least tolerant ones out there. Uh, I just don't get it. You know, it, it's either their way or no way. And and I find, and here's why we got in trouble as conservatives is because we decided to be, you know, the silent majority, and we'll remain quiet. We'll not say nothing. We're not going to stoop to their level, you know, and uh, we'll just go and vote and blah, blah, blah. And how'd that work out for us, right? The squeaky wheel always gets the grease. Guess what? The squeaky left got the grease, and they keep getting the grease because the right— I'm afraid to say it. I hate, well, no, I'm not afraid to say it, but I'll say it. The righteous turned out to be a bunch of cowards, mm-hmm. right? And everybody tries to justify. For example, um, there was a veteran, um, and he was talking about how he voted for Biden. And I want, why would you vote for Biden? Okay. Especially as a veteran. Okay. Um, why would you do that when this guy is, does not have your best interest at heart? Okay. And I went through all the, you know, I mean, here's a guy. And and why is nobody talking about this, right? Biden, for example, has used racial slurs repeatedly in history all over the place. He's made some really bad racial re- slurs and using, the, you know, the November word, you know. I said, why would you want this man to be your leader? And, and he's like, well, I've got three little girls. I got to think about them, you know. And I'm like, so you would rather just lay your three, three little girls on the altar and sacrifice them for communism and socialism and left extremism than actually stand and fight for them and do the right thing, you know. And I was really disturbed by that, you know. Um, This guy took the cowardly way out. And I've had several people tell me that. Well, I just want to bring peace and harmony and just kind of get back on track. How is that going to get us on track when our leadership – okay, by the way, that's not leadership, okay. All right, let me me just give everybody a quick down and dirty on leadership, okay. Um, Our president – Vice president, everybody in politics, they are not, they are not leaders, okay? Um, They are, at best, executive managers. That's what they are. General Miley, the four-star general, got on here, and he ran his yap in a very bad way about the military, and he actually, you know, said that uh, extreme patriotism needs to be rooted out, and basically, they were the equivalent of Nazis and terrorists and blah, blah, blah. And... So this guy's already been brainwashed. And the problem is people look at him. Yeah, hey, he's a general. He's a four-star general. He's got to be a leader. No, he's not a leader. He's an executive management. I'll tell him that in his face, okay? He's, a, he's not a, ma- a leader. He's a manager and a manipulator. This guy, is not, this guy is not a soldier as far as I'm concerned. He's just a, a goddamn controller, all right? And we see that, man. I've seen that in, in the Navy, you know? And so, um, first of all, stop looking at these people as our leaders. They're not. They're not. They're executive managers, and they're basically, you know, sinking the ship because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, You know. So moving on, you know, this this whole thing with reporting thy neighbor, you know, for being extremists, that's going to get really out of hand, okay? And that's actually going to backfire, I think, because there's going to come a point where everybody's going to rat each other out, and everybody's going to go, Jesus Christ, who do we go after first? Right? Everybody's now an extremist because this guy said, this guy said, who do we take serious? You know, um, but all it's going to do is cause more problems, and then maybe someday somebody will go, Okay, you know what, we're just all gonna, you know, we're all gonna be in this model. You know, I, I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but you know, Facebook, as far as I'm concerned, is social media you know they have no they're no longer just a social platform where people can interact they are now as you said you know they're censoring content you know and now they're actually acting as the the police mm-hmm. you know the gestapo you know we're going to be the brown shirts we're going to we need you to report to your neighbor you know where's it in and and here's the next question i have so let's just say i'm not on facebook okay i'm not on facebook my neighbor is and i'm flying an american flag i'm a i'm an extreme patriot and this guy don't like it so does he get to go on Facebook and report me on Facebook? Hey, okay, my neighbors, this guy, Gil Comstock, you know, he's I think he's an extremist because, you know, he flies the American flag and he drives a, you know, a Ford pickup truck with and it's jacked up, you know, and and I know he likes guns. And so does are they gonna be able to use this medium also to report non-Facebook users? Where's this madness end? Where's this madness end? And um, you know, it's it's you know, and we talked before the show, and I don't wanna I'm not gonna I had someone that I was going to bring on the show that's in the military, but I said, no, it's a bad idea because yeah. even as a veteran, as a soldier, you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore and unless it's leaning left. Okay. And it's not even about neutrality anymore. It's basically don't be right. Don't be on the right. Don't be an, a patriot. Don't be extreme patriot. Um, that's bad, you know? And so, you know, this person would have gotten on here and, and probably would not have said one thing one way or the other, but the fact that he's on social media um, as a as a veteran, he probably would have come under some great scrutiny. And uh, because, you know, he doesn't get that, he doesn't get that freedom of speech anymore. And uh, we see this happen in the military now, you know. Suddenly, we've got to root out all the extremists in the military like it's inundated with extremism. Let me tell you something, man. Um, The military is the furthest from being uh, racist, extremist. Um, You know, I can tell you from being in combat arms. You know, when I say combat arms, I'm talking about actual war fighters, you know, Green Berets, Rangers, Infantry, Marines, you know, Delta, SEALs. You know, these are the war fighters. I can tell you within the ranks, 99.99% of those guys are conservative and they're patriots. They're extreme patri- patriots, okay? Um, we used to uh, you know, before we did an operation, man, you know, Again, I better watch what I say about what unit. But before we used to go do an operation, man. We you know we we pray, we said prayers. Uh, we listened to. Um I'm proud to be an American. You know, we I mean, all this stuff, right? And uh, it it reminded us why we're fighting, man, and who we are, right, and what we're fighting for. God forbid that leaks out now, you know. It's like, what do you mean they're sitting there singing patriotic songs before they go to combat, you know? What do you mean they're saying prayers, you know? That's where we're at today. And we've let the liberals sneak in the military and indoctrinate our, again, our management. I'm not going to call these guys leaders because they're not our management. The only leaders in the army... The military are non commissioned officers. They're the only leaders. Okay, period. You know, no offense to my my officer friends, that but they know the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, they know who's actually pushing the troops and making shit happen. And it's not them; it's the non commissioned officers in in the in the military.
0: Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> a couple different points I want to hit on, but the first is just kind Eesh. of a low hanging fruit. But I gotta go for it. Do you think? Do you think on on June fifth? 1944, the night before, do you think you're, you've seen all those black and white pictures of Eisenhower's going around to the troops, they painted in the, you know, the, the maritime paint and they're getting ready to go get slaughtered on the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. Do you think he walked up to each of them and said, now, now, now don't love it too much. All right. I know you're going to go walk in to a wall of lead and your, your head's going to explode and we're going to fight the Nazis. But don't love that thing too much, all right? Because that's toxic. No, the very the very meth. You don't go into it, not sure about it. You don't. You don't dip your toes in. I really want to do extremism. Extremism is what makes is what makes the best things in the. Why is Jeff Bezos worth a fifth of a trillion dollars? Why is Elon Musk landing rockets the size of skyscrapers straight up? you can hear the sonic booms as they come in landing again. What? what I mean, why? Why do I have a, a a phone that is two years older than this laptop but has four times the memory on it? The Tom Brady Patriots. You don't get. Well, you know, you got to the playoffs and that's good. But Tom, yeah, you you're throwing that pigskin a lot. You know, you're practicing a lot. You know, other NFL players might want to report you for being what we would call obsessed. Yeah. That's why Michael Jordan jumps from the fucking free-throw line. Obsession. That's what gets us there. Are there extremists? Yeah. Yeah, there are. Sometimes they fly airliners into skyscrapers, but sometimes they also never get... Ken Alabeck, the guy I've had on here now, Dr. Alabeck, who was conscripted in the Soviet Union to be the first deputy director of Biopreparat, the Soviet Union's secret bioweapons program. He defected to the United States, came here in 1992... And now his daughter has autism. Now spends every winking hour of his day doing online free medical care to parents across the world, mainly in Russia and the United States, who are dealing with children with autism. That's extremism. That's a guy that doesn't charge it. This is a guy that could be on any board of directors of any pharma company in the world, and that's what he does. And he comes on my, gives me time out of his day to come on my podcast. And he has a picture of his daughter behind him, who has autism. And he knows that. That's what extremism is. Yes, there are some bad parts of extremism. I mean, anything dialed up to a hundred is bad. You know, plowshares or was it swords or plowshares? Yeah, we have atomic energy that could get us off coal and petro. It can also level Hiroshima. That's that's ingrained into the. That's ingrained into the universe. All right, you can be a loving father. You could also be a helicopter parent and never let them out. All right, that's what these things are. So the idea that extremism is bad. Extremism is why we have shit. Extremism is why I'm not sitting in front of a laptop above my parents garage in an echoey room, but instead I've got a 4K camera and sound suppression and hard drives and microphones and great lighting so you can see how ugly I am in high definition. That's what extremism is, all right? Extremism is is not extremism, is me talking to my buddies from college about smoking pot. Extremism is talking to you, is talking to Charlie Duke, It's talking to Dr. Ken Albeck, is talking to Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA vaccine technology, three days ago. That's what extremism is, is going out and finding it. But enough of that rant. What I want to go on is is there's there's two places I want to break in this, and I know I'm talking nonstop, Dale. But is one is the double-edged sword of this. And it's and I think that will always serve, again, another sort of theme built into the universe. It's not necessarily 2021 America and big tech so much as it's just, you know, what goes up must come down. It's one of the themes in the universe that's woven into the fabric of a reality is that, you know, a virus, the most lethal viruses are not the most contagious viruses because they 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 kill everything too fast, you know. A good fire is some logs with some oil, right? A bad fire is a bunch of tissue paper soaked in gasoline. <laughs> Goes up and then it's gone. One one of these things is... is So there's this YouTube channel that I've never watched before. And now I'm giving them attention that I shouldn't be, but I don't care. It's called RWW, Right Wing Watch. I've never once looked at it. Didn't come into my consciousness until last week. But it's a, it's a page on YouTube that keeps a watch on right-wing groups like neo-nazis or what they perceive as nazis which i'm sure i am in their eyes nothing i agree with but hey if i can sit on here with dale and we can shit on liberals then right-wing watch has a right to be there too correct it's that's the ugly side of tolerance is hey i don't agree with it and i know they're shitting on me because i'm white but hey they're paying their taxes they're not physically harming me that's your freedom in the united states the freedom is the it's freedom of speech is not for what you agree with it's for what boils your blood they're free to do that. YouTube, they got caught in the dragnet sort of filter because they're covering things like, like uh, the election audit or Wuhan lab leak theory or Fauci's connections to uh, big pharma. Because they're covering the right wing groups that cover this. It came across. It's like. It's like if the FBI was investigating child porn and then you walked into an FBI office and you saw child porn, you'd be like, the fuck is this? No, they're monitoring the guys doing it. So YouTube kind of in their algorithm flagged them as right wing because the majority of their content is showing clips of right wing shit. And they got uh, demonetized and I think they got a strike, which means they couldn't upload for a week. This was last week. Today is July 4th, obviously 2021 for everyone listening. The shitstorm that ensued on Twitter and Instagram of you are censoring this group because, you know, they're trying to keep an eye on right wing groups like this is censorship. This is not the United States. This is (laughs) this is the this is the first step in a slippery slope to fascism. And it's like. Me and Don the pleb have been saying this for a year and a half. And what do they always count it as? a private company it's not the government you're not entitled to free speech if you don't like youtube go make your own youtube which are all things i do agree with it's the red pill that i don't want to swallow but it's stop being a pussy and go be the change you want to see in the world and then what i always say is these are as you just said these are no longer just these are no longer just companies. These, these have become utilities. And in the age of a pandemic, when we cannot assemble in person, these have become the town square. They're the digital town square. So when you censor someone, you are very much so depriving them of a First Amendment right. That argument was being shot down so fucking fast, like Gary Powers over the Soviet Union. Just, that doesn't matter. That's a slippery slope. We're going straight to fascism. And you could see all these conservative guys being like, hey, that's what we've been saying for the last year. And, the, you know, go make your own YouTube. And people are arguing, we can't make our own YouTube. Like, we don't have time to do that. This is a trillion-dollar corporation that's been ingrained uh, over 20 years, and they are the status quo now. We can't fight again." and it's like, huh, it, it's coming back. T-. And then YouTube, of course, comes out and says that was a mistake. We didn't mean to ban you guys. We didn't realize you were right-wing watch, and they were reinstated, and all the, all the, the squeaky wheel got the grease. It does eventually come back to bite you. And when it did come back to bite them, they went insane. So I say that entire rant and I know Dale sitting here nodding just like Tommy, Jesus Christ, did you smoke some meth this morning? No, No, I'm just jacked up on patriotism. Uh Is it will come back to them. And it might be me and Dale trolling them. I might go find every person on Facebook and just right-wing extremists, right-wing extremists, both the left and the right, just because fuck it, you know, why not? Throw throw a wrench into the years. But aside from us doing that, which we probably will, but aside from us doing that, what will eventually happen is is this whole system is built on canceling. If you ever break it down into most elementary pieces, it's it's the powers of construction or creation and destruction canceling they don't create anything all they do is cancel they don't they don't build a tower what they are doing is they're chipping away at a marble block and they're trying to create a sculpture and at some point you might actually make like a like a michelangelo like scu- sculpture it might be beautiful but they don't know how to add all they do is continue to chip away they can do nothing but cancel. So at first they're going to cancel Dale and I. And then they're going to cancel a little, a little less. A little less conservative. A little less. Until finally, when it's all done and they've done the thing and there are no more conservatives. Well, now you're going to have moderate liberals. Like my friend Ernie, who comes on here. Ernie, born in Mexico, worked in the Obama administration, is the... Textbook antithesis to who I am, but we're friends He will soon be the far right because he's someone that when Trump went to North Korea He was like, why are we why is everyone screaming? He, they hope he fails Like we should be cheering for this that will be seen as extremism It will eventually come back to them and now the moderate liberals Will be the new extreme and it will bite them And that's why I'm somewhat hopeful is because the system itself like a gasoline fire on tissue paper it can't it can't go forever it will burn all of the fuel what comes after that some sort of imminent collapse which will be hilarious but the rate at which things are going and what they're doing we we're in a snapshot right now and it can't go on forever and i and it's it's a long snapshot so you know, it's like if I sneezed and you watched it in slow motion, it would seem like forever that my eyes were closed and my mouth was open. But the reality is, is, it goes by like that. We're just having like a, a much bigger sneeze. And it's a sneeze because America's allergic to bullshit. And that's what it is. And it's a very slow motion sneeze. So right now it may seem like they're canceling everything. They're, they're, they're filtering out the extremists in the military. They're, you know, Dale Comstock's the enemy of the people. I think we're seeing a very slow motion sneeze right now it's going to accelerate and it's going to kill itself i just ranted
1: for like 10 minutes dale no, what are you not no, <laughs> no, no man you're, you're you're spot on man um that's the reality of it you know and uh you know i was watching uh i think it was who was it yesterday um I don't know. It was a YouTube video where they went around up in, uh, I think it was Washington, D.C., and they were asking a bunch of young college students, you know, what was their opinion of America, you know, and across the board, all of them was, they were ashamed of America. Like, ashamed of what? Um, Shamed of our racist history. Shamed that, ashamed that we, you know, we were, uh, you know, uh, you know colon- you know with colonials and you know we colonized this you know play you know they just went on and on, and they just kept pulling out what they thought were negatives, you know, and then uh and actually, what they just were doing was parroting what they heard on the news, and so then the question was, well, to all of them uh, which country's better than America and like uh they didn't have a damn answer right it's like they don't know, right, but somehow. You know, America's the worst. In fact, in fact, um, the prelude to that question was, um, would you move live in another country, right? And some of the responses were like, one of them was like, "Well, I'm sure there's a small European country that's like utopia and that's much better. I would live there." But what what country would that be? Um, You know, and so, um, and many of them, you know, said they would consider, you know, moving out of this country. To a better country but not one of them could actually articulate what country that would be and what it would look like right and uh and then when they all ask that question they're like uh yeah that's a wow that's a tough one why because you never thought it through <laughs> yeah yeah
0: there's <laughs> you know? ne- yeah there's never the next step right it's, it's the one i always look at is i look at someone like dr ken albeck defecting from the soviet union my buddy ivan uh georgev who's six foot four uh, bodybuilder. He won Mr. Bulgaria. He lives in Vegas now. I've been trying to get him on here for a while. He's the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. He finally got his green card and moved here from Sofia, Bulgaria. My buddy Prince Blackosh, who I worked security with seven summers ago, couldn't speak a word of English, was from Kosovo. His dad was a journalist who had his arms and legs broken by the Serbians and thrown on their front lawn because he was, uh, he, was pub- he was publishing stories that were favorable to NATO, he moved to the United States. The guys that know what it's like to not be here and not be from here, those are the guys that, they wear these colors every day of the year. I throw them on on July 4th. These are the guys that it's it's the middle of fucking March and they're walking around with a little flag because they know what we have and we don't. And these are people who are, and they will not, they will not blink twice. Like America's the greatest country in the world. And people will be like, well, don't you know about all that? And be like, you shut up. I mean, one, one guy, he always says, he was, was Shh, ho. <laughs> he calls girls hoes. So he goes, you shush ho. You shush ho. You're in America. You're the best place in the world. That doesn't mean that we can't criticize it, right? You always got to get better. I mean, you yourself, Dale, you compete against yourself. Always get better. I'm doing good now at the podcast, competing against myself. I want it to be better. But there isn't if you can't name an alternative, then it's probably because you're at the best place. You know, if you That's can right. if you can I wanna be a better quarterback. Well, who do you want to be like? I wanna be like Tom Brady. I've only won one Super Bowl, I'm gonna win seven. Okay, fuck yeah. But if you're looking at Tom Brady and going, you know, he's just not the goat, it's sure, okay, I'll entertain that. Who is? And if you can't answer it, then okay. what, isn't it Sherlock Holmes, when you've eliminated all unlikely answers, the remaining, the remaining uh, option, no matter how unlikely, must be the truth? I mean, have we done terrible things? We've done horrible things. The Tuskegee uh, experiments, the Miley Massacre. We've done horrible things. And to, to say we haven't is, is just not true. <clears throat> Name a least evil free society in the history of man, let alone right it, now. Yeah. And if There's you look
1: moment. and if you look at history, past and present, at other countries, they are no their history is as dark or darker than ours. Um, all we want to do is focus, and I say we, I'm not saying we as in me, but I'm saying we as the the liberal, the left side, all they want to look at is all the negatives, okay, and they're not interested in making this a better country, um, you know, for example, you know, let's, so, all the Confederate flags and, and statues that everybody wants to tear down. Well, guess where that was? That was born out of the Democratic Party, man, and their slavery. <laughs> and now they want to erase that history, but they don't want to acknowledge it was their history. And moreover, why? Why do you have to destroy it? Let's leave it up and learn from it. Let's remind the next generation what happened. You can't, you know is poof it doesn't go away it's like we don't want people to remember this because it's such it hurts our feelings well maybe it should hurt everybody's feelings right so that you don't do it again um you know we talk about how you know bad america was you know slavery i keep hearing this thing about slavery you know and the whole world sees america as the country that you know enslaved african American, you know africans and you know and it's like wait a minute wait a damn minute man it's like hold on okay america had less than five percent of the slaves were part of the slave trade you know and what is it three percent of americans actually owned slaves and as i understand it actually there were black slave owners oh let's start now let's talk about mexico how many black africans or you know they had slaves you know and in the caribbean how do you think they got there Right. How do you think black people got into the Caribbean islands and why they're black and Bahamas? OK, this all has to do with, you know, the first people that had the longest history of slave trading. OK, the long, and they're still doing it is guess who? The Arabs and the Africans. OK, that's what's so ironic is the Arabs and Africans, Uh, Have been involved in slavery longer than anybody. And it was actually because the Arabs that the Europeans and the Portuguese and the Spanish jumped on board. Okay. And, and of course, you know, Americans got on board, British got on board at a very small percentage compared to the, to the rest of these countries. Um, People want to, you know, but, there's no, there's never to talk about that right it's it's like they're all given a pass the arabs are given a pass even africans are given a pass like while well, we just you know you know it's like they actually sold black people they have they captured them and sold them for what for weapons for for, for stuff for goods um you know and then there's a part where we nobody wants to talk about you know the enslavement of of white people, you know, Barbary Coast, you know, there, there's no nobody wants to talk about that, you know, and and so, you know, and it's what happened is no what's happening is nobody's learning history, okay? Nobody wants to learn history because it's inconvenient, you know. We talk about you know, you know the Native Americans, you know the you know the, you know, the America really we stole it from the Indians. Mm, wait, huh? Stop. Wait. All right, let's look at history, okay, because history keeps evolving as time goes by people started learning more archaeologists started learning more scientists start learning more we started discovering more things and the truth changes okay doesn't mean that we're lying it just means that the truth is starting to evolve okay it's becoming clearer so for example where the hell did the american indians come from you mean they were here all the time no actually his you know studies show them coming from siberia Mm -hmm. and guess what all american indians are not related they were killing each other, raping each other, pillaging each other, taking each other's land, to, you know, taking, you know, they were warring tribes. OK, they were not cohesive in any way. You know, they weren't. And so was this really their land? Actually, now there's actually evidence out there. That guess who the first people in America were? The Vikings. They're, they're actually discovering Viking remnants that predate American Indians, so they were the first ones here and they didn't hang around, I guess. And they left, but they were the first ones here. Or maybe they were just, maybe they were wiped out by the Indians. We still don't know any of that yet. Right. And so, you know, as history, and, and, you know, evolves, um, you know, the truth changes and we start realizing that, and here's another good one. Okay. Uh, I got I'm not going to name this person either. Um, they are family, but you know, they, they they put a post up one day about how um, Scotland ready for this was discovered by an African, okay, an Egyptian, all right, Egyptian pharaoh's daughter, African, black, went to, you know, worked her way up and ended up in Scotland um, and basically unified all the Scots and created Scotland, and that's why. her name was Scotus, okay, and uh, he's got, well, okay, if you really stop and you start really reading and learning, you realize that, Actually, that's you know Irish, and Scottish lore and myth. It's mythical. There's no science that supports that. And so and then so what happened was, I, I can still remember some of the comments on this thing. It's like, see, Africans, we, we, you know we influence the entire world, but we don't get any credit for that. I'm like, wait wait, wait, wait. I said, Egyptians, although they're on the African continent, are not black Africans. okay? I've been to Egypt. They're not. They're Arabs. They're Middle Easterners. They're, they got olive skin, brown skin. If you ask them, are you a black African? I'm like, no, they're not black African. Okay. Um. And then, you know, and then the argument is made, well, you know, we built the Egyptian pyramids, you know, that the Western society stole from us. And the Western society was able to thrive based on, on our, on our uh, engineering knowledge of, of building and construction and stuff. And, and it's like, well, first of all, black Africans didn't do that. Egyptians did that. And oh, by the way, guess what? There are pyramids on this planet that predate Egyptian pyramids. Uh-huh. In fact, the oldest pyramid right now is, has been discovered in, in Indonesia. Now, how did that happen? how did that happen did the Egyptians go to Indonesia and steal the, the technology and build a pyramid or vice versa we don't know that right that's still to be determined but we what we do know is Indonesia has one of the oldest pyramids on the planet okay there's other pyramids you know Brazil and South America that are that are older so you know who you know what came first the chicken or the egg who knows okay but this is a problem with people if if they avoid um, inconvenient truths, okay, and they and they just cling to whatever sounds good that supports their, you know, their narrative, their, you know, their ideology, you know, and is like one-upmanship. And rather than just going, listen, you know what? We're all oh yeah, and I'm gonna add one more thing. So now also they're discovering, okay, that the first man, okay, we are not all. Humanoids from the that arrived from Africa. Now they're finding out that there were several different types of humanoids coexisting. The Neanderthals, in fact, they are finding Neanderthal DNA in in uh, in our you know in our systems. Uh, there was Java Man. There was a uh, Daviana Man. There were several different species of hum- humans living at the same time, unrelated, and they had different origins, not necessarily out like of Africa. Okay, so. You know the, this whole argument. Oh, we all came from Africa. You know uh, now. Now, scientists is going. No, not exactly. We're finding we're finding skeletal remains that predate some of these. You know, or Lucy from Africa and these others, right? So, you know, you have to keep an open mind, okay? And you, you know, and understand that science changes. Everything changes. History changes as we start learning more. We go. We run with what we think we know now but it's, you know, it's, it's almost, I don't want to say it's malleable, but it it is, um, it's evolutionary. The more knowledge we, you know, we find and we start refining what we know and what we learn and what we, you know, we discover. It's like, wait a minute. Okay. Maybe the truth is more like this now, you know? And so people need to just get over this, you know, this inferiority complex because that's what it is. It's an inferiority complex. You said something earlier, uh, about, you know, you know, being white, right? So automatically, you know, your flesh tone, because it's lighter, okay, and you're whiter, suddenly you're automatically inherently racist. Okay, that's, that is now the, the narrative out there, right? The critical race theory and all this stuff said, well, if you're white, you're born racist. Now, let me think about that for a second. So what you're saying is, biologically, I'm different from you. You're different from me just because of my flesh tone, but you don't want me to discriminate against you and say you're different because we're different colors, right? You you can't have it both ways. You can't say we're all equal. Just our flesh tone is different, except for you, Whitey. You're actually racist and uh, with no scientific evidence of that, but it sounds good. Okay. So you, you know, and I did a podcast a couple of days ago, um, very good podcast with a, with a, a black pastor and, uh, you know, and, and his, and his whole, you know, group and, uh, you know, and, and he was very much in line with me, you know, we, you know, we, Here in America, we want to label each other, you know, or we want to label ourselves. Okay, I'm an African-American. No, you're not. You're an American. Just like I have German. My mother's German. My father's uh, English with Cherokee in them. I don't run around and go, yeah, I'm an English, Cherokee, German, American. Okay. I'm just an American. Okay. That's what I am. No more than you are not a black African. Okay. You're not, you're just, you're just, I mean, African American, you're just American. You know, that's, we got to get, So because if you go run around going, oh, I'm just a German American. I'm not really an American. I'm a German American. Um, so you're saying you're different, right? You want to dress different. You want to talk different. You want to, you know, you, you want to install your own culture You create your own culture so you can be, you know, separate. Um, But you don't want me to treat you differently, but you want to be different. You're telling me you're different. Right. And so, um, if, if you want to be different then expect to be treated different, you know, if you don't want to be treated different, just then act like everybody else, you know, as a collective here in the United States, we are a collection of, of races and ethnicities and cultures. Man, that's what we are is the melting pot. Right. We're not all, we just happen to be, you know, the majority is white. Um, but we've got Asians, we got, I mean, we got everybody here. It's a mixed pot, you know. So why can't we just all be and identify as what? One group? Americans. Okay. We got one charter called the Constitution. Okay. We have one language called English. That's what we are, that's who we are. But why do we have to sit here and keep, you know, I- installing our culture, you know, and in and, and our way of life, you know? Our, and it's actually not even a lot of times, it's not even a way of life, right? So, if you live here your whole life and you say you're an African-American, like I, I was just at Walmart a little while ago and I saw these American, black American women walking around with African, you know, stuff on them and, you know, headgear and, you know, and clothing. And I'm, I know they weren't Africans, because I, you know, listened to them talk. And OK, so, you know, I get it. You kind of like, are you proud of your African heritage? OK, but you really don't know what your African heritage is unless you've been to Africa. I've been to Africa many times. Okay, if that's the criteria, then I really am I'm African-American. <laughs> 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 you know, but, I'm, but I understand what's going on there. I've seen it and I've been there. And, uh, you know, but everybody wants to be different. And that's why we have these different kinds of cults out there, right? We have the Jim Jones cult, you know. Um, we, we believe a certain thing. So everybody, 900 of you drink Kool-Aid with poison and we're all going to die together. You know, we got David Koresh and Waco and all these others out there, man. Cause everybody wants to belong to something, right? We got people that want to belong to to a gang because they can't fit in anything else or they don't think they can. Right. So they, we all want to belong, right? We're social creatures. And, uh, and some of us choose good organizations, some of us choose terrible organizations, you know. Um, yeah, a gang is an organization, although it's a, as far as I'm concerned, it's a criminal social organization. It's still an organization, just like being a Christian is an organization. And um, how about I got an idea? Why don't we just all be belong to the American organization, you know? And, but nobody can, wants to do that um, because it's not to their benefit. You know, it's, uh, it's always, everybody's jealous about everybody else. You know, we, they talk, what's the other one that's um, out there now? You know, we're, um, you and I are suffering from white privilege, you know? Um, well, I don't get, where's that white privilege at, man? Where did it come from? You know, I, how am I any more privileged than anybody else? I'm not, you know, I, I we talked about this before. My mom had a ninth grade education. My dad had 11th grade education. They didn't have shit. They didn't have a pot to piss in her window, and throw it out, You know, did I get to where I'm at today because of white privilege? No, nobody gave me nothing either. You know why nobody gave me anything else either? Because guess what? Nobody wants to see you succeed in life. That's the reality. Very few people want to see you climb out of the box. They want to pull you back in the box with them so we all feel like we're equal. Right? that's the truth. Um, you know, the only people who really want to see you succeed usually is your parents. You know, that's it. And I have you know some close friends were like, "Man, I want to see you climb that mountain, man." And Come on, use my back, use my head to get up there, you know, and I don't want nothing for it. Those are very rare exceptions in this world. If you really look, think about it, um, most people don't want to see you be successful because, because it becomes a testimony to their character, their failures, right? It's like, that guy's better than me. He made it out of the box, you know. I can't have that pull him back in the box with me. I'm praying that he fails, you know, so I can feel good about myself. That's just the human condition. You know, and uh, so I'm throwing a little psychology and sociology in there. But, uh, you know, we have to learn to just get along, put all this other bullshit behind us, except stop looking backwards. Okay, that's the other problem. Everybody keeps looking backwards, man, instead of looking forward. You know, two percent of the population, only two percent of the global population is successful and actually lives the ideal life, the dream what they would, you know, like, man, I would love to live like this. And and 2% actually create that reality. I'm one of those, you know, we can talk about, you know, you know, there's a, there's a lot of very successful people out there of the 2%. Um, But the other 98%, they never, they never live the ideal life. They never live a life fulfilled for various reasons. Usually because if you want something in life, you have to work for it. Okay. Nothing's for free. If it was easy, Everybody would do it. It's not easy. My successes required a lot of hard work, okay? Perseverance, it required me to dream and pursue the dream. It had nothing to do with willpower and, and philosophy, you know, or white privilege. You know, my flesh tone didn't get me into anything, man. Didn't open any doors for me. Nobody nobody go, hell oh yeah, this guy's white, bring him on in. You know, hey, this white guy's white, give him a doctoral degree. None of that happened, man. None of that happened, okay? I got ahead in life because of what? My dream, my, my, my pursuit of excellence, and my never-quit attitude, no matter how many times I got knocked down, I got back up, dusted myself off. And guess what? I never said, hey, they knocked me down. They are holding me back. It's their fault. I always took responsibility for my success as well as my failures. You know, if I let somebody knock me down, that was my fault for allowing that. You know, and now I'm smarting them and I'm thinking I'm getting around them and getting to where I got to go, if that makes any sense. Um, so 98% of the population fail to live the ideal life. They they live a they go along their life and you know, they've got their little micro you know um, you know their micro achievements and things like that micro successes you know they got the job that they wanted but what's the ideal job that you know and by the way remember I just said it's a job so what you're doing is you're working for somebody to make their money right and to get you some of the money but do you really are you really living the ideal life the ideal life is that none of us would ever have to work. Right, we have everything that we could possibly want. Live where we want, and all we got to do every day is get up when we want to get up, go to the beach, go fishing, do whatever the hell we want, go to bed when we want, and not worry if we stay up too late because we can sleep in tomorrow. And oh, there's plenty of food. You know, that's utopia, and it don't exist. Right? Uh, not for everybody, but for two percent, it does. For two percent, it does. It does for me, right? And so, again we don't most people don't want to be accountable and responsible for their failures they keep wanting to blame somebody else they keep looking backwards and they keep going it's because of what happened back there that today i can't get forward it's like why are you even looking backwards look forward man you know pretend like the past didn't happen you know and make your make your way to life on your own merits and your achievements and we have lost that you know because why everybody's out there going it's not your fault you're a failure it's not your fault. It's that guy's fault. You know, now it's, you know, of course it's, you know, it's all the white guys fault that everybody on the planet's fucked up. I it's like, how's that work? You know? And so, um, Americans need to help open their mind. Um, and they need to really, they need to understand what they don't know, you know, admit they don't know what they don't know because they don't know anything. You know, if you, if you really want to know something, go around travel around the world, I mean, really, I I don't mean go down to, you know, Cancun on vacation. I mean, go out around the world. You know, I've been to, lived in, worked in in over 90 countries, okay? And I've seen other cultures. I've seen the racism, the extremism. I've seen the limitation of speech and freedom, okay? Um, And it ain't pretty, man. It ain't pretty. You know, in Indonesia, for example, if I get on, on Facebook and I say something derogatory about the government, okay, that may not even be derogatory, but I just tell the truth, um, in, a, in a minute, they will find me and they will come to my house and they will arrest me and kick my ass out of the country. If I'm Indonesian, I'm going to jail. Okay. And as, I'm, and as I expect, I might go to jail too before they kick me out. Um, it's that extreme. In fact, that just happened not too long ago. I should share the story real quick. So there were a couple American girls, lesbians, black girls, black American lesbians moved to Bali and, for, and realized what I realized, man, this place is cool. It's paradise, you know, and everything is so much inexpensive, you know? And so they got on social media and they were encouraging all their friends come to bali you know you can get this really cheap you get a place really cheap you know it's paradise and there's this and there's that and it's you know and and actually when this happened the funny part was it was almost as if they were saying it was you know when the, tr- the transition happened with biden you know it's like you know escape america because it's turning to shit if you want to get out of there you know there's a there's a place for your salvation here in bali and uh A lot of the Indonesians saw that on Facebook and were offended by that because actually their comments were, don't bring your shit from the United States here, your political garbage and your racism and crap. Leave it in America. Don't bring it over here. And they got mad about that. And actually, they arrested these two girls one day almost immediately after this post, they were literally walking down the streets in their shorts and flip-flops, arrested both of them and deported them immediately. They didn't even let them go home and get their shit. It's like, you're out of here. And of course, the first thing they do was cry, you know, um, you know, because they were lesbian, it's because we're gay, they kicked us out. No, it's not because you're gay, because there's a lot of gay people in Indonesia. Okay. They don't go hunting down gay people. <laughs> they don't. All right. Again, you know, and it's a 90, it's a Muslim country. That's 97% Muslim, you know? And, uh, that doesn't happen. They kicked your ass out because they don't want their country tainted with the same extremist bullshit that's in our country. And they kicked their ass out of the country, you know. And uh, But you know what? There you go. The example is you cannot, in some countries, you just can't say what you want to say, um, you know, and uh, and including there, you know, they, they took offense to that. So we don't, we have a lot of freedom in America, but it's still, it's, eroding away, and it's being eroded away by, like, social media, Facebook, you know, like these these warnings, you might be, you know, been influenced by extremist groups, blah, 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 you know, and, uh, but we're getting there, but we're not there where these other countries are, you know, you want to talk about racism, okay, I've seen some extreme racism in Hong Kong, okay, the Chinese, I don't like anybody, if you ain't Chinese, they hate your ass, and they treat you like shit. Okay, Um, the area that I lived in, um, there were a lot of bars and restaurants. Um, There were a lot of there's a lot of prostitution. Um, The only ones that were not allowed to go into any of the bars ready for this were black prostitutes. They all had to work the corners of the street. The other ones that weren't allowed in were black Nigerian men. Okay, they weren't allowed any bars. Why? Because they were the ones selling the drugs. They were, you know, drug dealers. And so the Chinese went want nothing to do with them and didn't allow the hookers into the, you know, into the bars. Um, I've been to other countries. I've seen the same thing, European countries, Nigerians again. Okay, it's the same shit. You think America's racist? Yeah, get out there and get, walk around the world and you'll see who's really racist out there, man. Um, who was I talking to yesterday about uh, um, Spaniards, Um, We're very uh, discriminatory towards Mexicans and particularly dark skinned Mexicans, you know, and, uh, you know, it's everywhere and it's it's pernicious, but it's, you know, America is probably the least racist country in the world and I think it's probably because of that that we have people in this country that want to really prop it up even more because they need racism to fuel the fire and and keep this divisiveness going you know because they' they're they're getting power they're getting money for it you know and uh, they're trying to keep us separated you know and uh, it's just it's a sad state of affairs, but it has to, a lot of it has to do with people's ignorance. They're too lazy to learn. They're too lazy to do their own due diligence. They're willing to take at face value everything they hear on the news, um, which, by the way, I stopped listening to news. I don't – I used to be – you know, I listened to Fox News. Sometimes I CNN only because I wanted to see what my enemy was saying. Um, but after the election, I saw the, the shenanigans Fox News' poll, and then I realized it was owned by Democrats. I'm like, I'm done. So I don't listen to any news. And I think it was um, – who was the uh, – it was it Mark Twain who said that the man that doesn't read the newspaper is closer to the truth than the man that does you know <laughs> and it's, and it's a lot of truth to that, right and I've, i I realize if I just divorce myself from all this stuff, I try not to follow Twitter and all the propaganda bullshit on there, the news you know um I find that if I just use my own common sense, do my own due diligence and uh, and look around, I usually I'm closer to the truth, you know, like for example. Down here where I live in Panama City Beach, Florida, it's very conservative. And there's a lot of minorities here. I have yet to run across anybody that says they voted for Biden. Um, At least they wouldn't admit it. And all the minorities I know, the blacks are like, they're ultra conservative as well. They're not buying to this shit. I'm like, well, who the hell voted for Biden then? Because I have yet to run into anybody that did that, right? I'm... I have any. I have yet to run anybody that really is buying into this whole, you know, transgender thing in, in sports, and you know, and I'm not getting it, man. Where's this coming from? And um, and so that's why, you know, I said I'll do my own due diligence, and uh, you know, and I and the truth, the truth is around me, and i be, I believe more of what I see than what I'm reading and hearing on on, uh, on social media, and the news. Um, so there's my 10 minute rant. <laughs> this
0: is beautiful. Think about it. Wuhan lab leak theory was viciously censored, and now it kind of seems like that's what it is. Exactly. Side right. effects to the vaccine, viciously censored, and now the CDC is putting out warnings about heart inflammation. Do you notice a pattern? Yep. Talking about the 2020 election, viciously censored. Yep. I wonder how this statement will age. Yeah. And I'll leave it with that.
1: Yeah. Exactly,
0: God, man. God bless America, God bless everyone. We are in the best nation in the history of the world. It has its fucking flaws, but it's fantastic. If you don't like it, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Happy f- <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, everybody! And thank you, Dale Comstock, for your. I've I've had people such as yourself tell me never say thank you for your service. It's cringy, but I have to say it because of men like you idiot boys like me get to live a life where i talk in front of a camera in front of an american flag and i don't have to go fight so for that and on behalf of everyone that listens to this i thank you and the men and women like you thank you dale comstock buy his fucking book support him dale comstock tier one performance coaching as well and we'll be back next week all right my friend all right dude all right take it thank you recording stopped